we're going to be talking about today, guess what? Faith. His faithfulness. The faithfulness of God. Because you got from the first 10 a.m. to brand into the night, you've been, you're learning faith. Within faith, you'll find that he is faithful. You will find that he is faithful time and time. I'm a faith camper. I've been in faith since before I was even born. I mean, faith is it's in my DNA. In my group, our family has grown up just going to faith conference at their faith conference. We have served at faith conference at their faith conferences. We've heard just everybody you could hear of, think of. And faith, it's a lifestyle. It's the meat of the word, I feel. I've experiences a lot of churches recently just living out in Hollywood just seeing what's in everybody else's meals and a lot of times their meals are not full and I really feel the faith camp has a fullness and I and it needs to keep on going and I've been working for a lot of churches how to keep that going and the people need this message more than you think we hear it, it's in our ears, but open your eyes. People don't have it. They really don't. And that's why I really know like the investment today is going to affect generations. It really is. It really is. It really is. So let's jump in the word. Is that okay with y'all? I say y'all because I lived in Texas for two years, so that's what came back with me. Um... So the title is Faithfulness. We're starting off in Psalms 37, verse 3. The first point is called trust. Trust. Trusting. Your trust. Where is your trust? We see right here, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall, go, get, shall give you the desires of your heart. Verse 5, commit your ways to the Lord. Trust also in him. And he shall bring it to pass. Let's jump to seven. Keyword, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because, of, what is it? Do not fret because of him who has prepared, prospers in his ways. There's a lot of word, a lot of meat in that right there. Dwell, feed, delight, commit, rest, trust, faithfulness. When you, when you know a father, when you know a person, you know who they are. Nah, that dude's shady, man. I don't trust that dude. If he says one thing, yeah, whatever, he won't not fulfill. But when you get to a place of knowing somebody, you know who they are. Like my parents, I know them. My grandparents, both sets of grandparents, I know them. I know who they are. They say, I hear their voice in the crowd. There's my dad. Like when Ricky and I grew up playing basketball, and my dad had a little whistle and things that he would do. We knew he was telling us something within that. And I could, like, it's a loud whistle. You could hear it across the gym. Um, and when you know somebody, you know their characteristics. You know who they are. And spending time in the, in the Word and spending time in faith and spending time with the Lord, you develop a characteristic of knowing what is God and what isn't God. You know, you, you develop a characteristic, no, my God is faithful and faithful and faithful and faithful. He's did it before. He's going to do it again. He's going to do it again and again. So the key word First word was trust, and I mean, our family has gone on countless road trips, 
because I mean I don't I really mean countless I don't know how many we've done and we've done a lot where from young to now within those trips I have never gone a moment of thinking where's my next meal coming from I've known one thing they're going to be faithful in feeding us now, how many of us are like that with God? But just not replace food, but God, I mean, it's the first coming up. You know what the first means. I mean, I've experienced that, God, I know you're faithful. You did it before. You did it last month. You did it a month before. What makes me think that you won't do it again? So it's consistently remind yourself, wait, where's my trust? Is it my trust in that job? Is my trust in that paycheck? Is my trust in even a doctor? Is my trust in even my family member? Where's my trust at? Where is my trust? The Lord puts it right here. Dwell, delight, feed on his faithfulness. Rest. Wait patiently. Do not fret. He shall bring it to pass. So if all the wondering, I know we have social media. I mean, social media is like my gen, generation. Like It's like everything, my, the millennials, the younger, and I know you all too. Um, phone, 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 YouTube, podcast, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. What, what are they saying? What are they saying? What are they saying? Five minutes goes down. Where's my phone? Where's my phone? Noise, 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 noise. Such and so and so got that car. I've been believing God for a car. They got the car before me. I'm mad. Nah. But it's like, no, God, I put my seed in the ground. I have a reminder. My dad always says, I have my receipt. Um, I have my receipt that I put my, my seed in the ground. So you could let this noise, this, the world, just keep on ticking, or you could let the words keep on ticking. So it's committing like, all right, Father, where's my trust? Yeah. We got to do that because, I mean, pastor, pastors, no, you're no exception. You got to renew your mind daily. You got to be like, all right, Father, take a, take a few steps back. Like, all right, Father, where is my focus? And where is my heart? Why am I getting this? Why am I even believing for this? Did you tell me to believe for this? Because I can't believe for nothing unless you didn't tell me to believe for it. Because if I believe for something you didn't tell me to do, I'm just wasting my time. I'm going to get discouraged because it didn't come to, come to pass. So you're like, God, you didn't come through. And he's like, yeah, I didn't tell you to believe for that. So, I mean, so where is your trust? And the only place it ever could be is in him. It only could be in him. But we have to do our homework. We have to do the work. Rest, dwell. Delight, faith comes by what? So, I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> what are we doing? A lot of times we're like, how come it's not working? But we're not feeding ourselves. I mean, we all know it. I mean, just, again, in ministry, you're no exception. Your day could get so busy, so busy, and you're like, why am I angry? I haven't been in the Word all day. Why am I, why, why am I kicking rocks and all mad like, I mean, what have you been listening to? Negative comes by hearing, too. Fear comes by hearing, too. Doubt comes by hearing, too. So faith comes by hearing. So 
as a believer, and if you're non, a non-believer in here, if you're a baby believer, a, spirit, a grown believer, faith comes by hearing. Faith, healing comes by hearing. Could you build your faith? Overcome by hearing. So the first point is trust. Could you say trust? Okay. Trust. Um, the second po- point is feed. I know we all just ate, so we all got to all fed ourselves right now. And we're fitting our spirit, man, now. Let me see. Oh, that's why it's over there. Okay, 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 11, verse 24. Y'all, a lot of pastors know the scripture as the communion scripture. And I'm going to jump to, no, it's 24, yeah. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you, and do there in remembrance of me. In the same manner, uh, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is a new covenant, my blood. Do this as often as you drink this cup in remembrance of me. So we do communion, but do it in remembrance of him. When you do communion, what are you doing in it? Remembrance of him. What was done on that cross? What was done on that cross is your new covenant. Everything that belongs to you. From what was taken at the Garden of Eden is now back to you. So you're healing, you're sound mind, you're blessed, you're prosperous, you're just like him, you're an heir, you're a child of God. So you have to do this in remembrance. Remembering. Remembering. All right, God, you're faithful. I'm trusting you. I know who I am in you because you're in me. I'm in you. As you are, so am I. As you are, so am I. I'm blessed because you're blessed. I'm healthy because you're healthy. I have a sound mind because you have a sound mind. I'm happy because you're happy. I'm I'm in peace. I'm in joy. I'm the head. I'm not the tail. My dad always says this, Father, do you have this sickness? No, neither do I. Because... You don't, so I don't, because it's a sickness is not part of my covenant. Healing is a part of my covenant. So you have to do it in remembrance. Like God, I know who I am, I know who you are, and I know I am, and I'm trusting you. You're my catcher. You're my helper. You're my everything I need. But we have to trust and feed off of Him. Trust and feed at them. You have to be more concerned about this feeding than this feeding. Because this feeding satisfies. This feeding fulfills. This feeding is everything. Is everything. Because this feeding with the wrong thing, oh, Lord Jesus. One bad meal, whoop. Um, One bad coffee, whoop. Um, So... And it's always taking our minds off ourself. Not what we've done wrong and focus in on what Jesus and on everything he has done right. Remembering Jesus, giving thanks for Jesus, feeding on him. Just knowing who he is. Because when you spend time with somebody, you know 
what he is. Because I don't, we all know it. I mean, we're a faith camp, so it's like, God gave me this sickness to teach me a lesson. Nah, brah. Uh-uh. The devil's trying to teach you something, but you don't know the words, so you're not applying it. you got to fight the fight of faith, man. Faith fights. Faith fights. Faith is a fighter, man. It's not a quitter. I'm just going to take what God gave me. No, give me the Holy Spirit, yo. Teach you things. But you got to know him. Good is only in, good is in God. Devil comes to what? Kill, steal, and destroy. So if it's in any, any of those categories, you know it's not God. So, and people are like, oh, God's teaching me a lesson. Well, what does the dead guy learn from being sick? I mean, God comes to what? Heal, deliver, set free, give life more abundantly. Abundantly means in every area. Whatever that area you need, that's him. He is what you need. But you develop that over feeding and trusting. You build your confidence. Trust comes after knowing somebody. They're going to be reliable. So if you're daily feeding, you know, like, this dude's reliable. He's faithful. He's everything I need. He's more satisfying than anything out there. So trusting and feeding and getting your focus off of you and onto him. Um, next verse is, let me see, 2 Corinthians 4, verse 7. Feeding off of him. Scratch that. We're going to Exodus 14, verse 13. The next point is hold your peace. There's a lot of times when you're in pressure, pressure comes of two bad choices. A bad one and a worse one. Because you're pressured and fear waits on you. Anxiety tries to kick in. Pressure. Weight. People talking to you. So what do you do? Legs buckle. Doubt, unbelief comes in. That's if you're not in the word. If you're not feeding out there. If you're not trusting him. But you got to hold your peace. When the people, uh, verse 13, And Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. Stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the, for the Egyptians um, who see you today, you shall see again no more forever. The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. But you got to what? Do not be afraid. Stand still. And see him be faithful. But it's not. I mean, he did it last month, but will he do it again? It's like, well, if you know the dude, if you know him, you trust him, you feed off of him, you, you don't got to be worried. Because you're like, and it's a daily thing. It's not just Sunday or a Saturday. The church itself, I've, I've been doing a lot of just studying church and just operation of churches and stuff a lot recently, helping churches grow. A church is a place, to, yes, to come get filled up, but that Sunday is not the only dose of food you eat. 
that Sunday is just a place to come and socialize and learn and hear a great message, yes, but it's your responsibility from Monday through Saturday to feed off of his faithfulness, to feed off of his word. And I know a lot of us are believers and know that already, but we have to remind ourselves that he is faithful yesterday. Our family has seen it time and a time and a time and again. All right, Father, from starting down the street in the 7-Eleven to traveling the world to holding big premieres, making movies, doing stadiums, I mean... You don't start at 7-Eleven and get there in one day. You feed off of his faithfulness. You trust in him. You know, even when, I'll be honest, a lot of our events, we do, they're not in the natural business model plan as far as like, our data says to do an event on this day, this way, here. The Lord, the way we do our events is, my dad's in his chair. <laughs> do the event. Okay, we're doing an event. And everything from the chair to the event is walking it out. It's walking it out. You think we have the money for the two films when we said making films? Nope. Do you know how much those films cost? Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Do you know how much we're in debt? Zero. Do you, do you know how many people's lives are being changed off of obedience, off of just relying on right, God? I mean, it's easier, too, after the first one, because you know he's been faithful. He's been, he's, he's, like our next two, he's going to be faithful again. But it comes after trusting, feeding off of him. And holding your peace, holding your peace, holding your peace, not letting the social media, not letting your neighbor. I mean, I've had bad apartment neighbors all out of all night, like just stomping, working out. When I was like, I'm to Texas, there's a neighbor that just always just middle of the night. My parents would come over in town like, who's up there working out? Making noise. <laughs> but the, there's a lot of noise in the world, more than ever more than ever. And guess what? It's getting louder. It's not going to go down. New, new stuff's being made every day. But if you want to go, the, the worst thing I think a person could ever do is not fulfill the assignment on their life. It really is. It really is. And you will not fulfill that without feeding on him, without holding your peace. If you don't hold your peace, you'll never get there. You'll get moved by everybody. And all that comes with you develop a trust. God, we know. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I don't know. When the Lord says, who's moved halfway across the country before? I'm the, all right, a few. Who's moved there without a job? Without a job? That's what I did when I went to Texas. No job lined up. Just a word. I was at EMIC, and the Lord said, move to Texas. I moved to Texas six months later. Best two years of my life so far. I learned so much serving under Dr. Seville. I went there. 
honest truth, what I really did. Got to my apartment. Brandon dropped me off. He drove with me, and next morning he flew off. Sat in my apartment, bare the Indian furniture. Had my computer right there and just sat in the Word. Honest truth. Went to the minister's conference. Got like five job, off, job offers like in that one day. Every major ministry there offered me a job. And I sat there, okay, that's great, that's great, that's great. What do you want, Lord? Went to work for Jerry for one month as a, just a video editor. Then one month later, I was his media director, overlooking all of his TV, producing all his books, magazines, everything. I learned so much in those two years. And it was such a divine moment for just learning and growing, how to operate a larger ministry and learn from people. And honestly, sit under Dr. Seville for a while. Those two years, I was working right there alongside him, traveling with him, texting him, going to his office, just always with him, learning from him. And what you see on the platform is what he is off the platform. And working with other ministers as well. But when I moved to Texas, don't think for one second the devil would not try to lie to me. That's a long drive from here to Texas. It's a long drive. And there's a lot of noise. Imagine a month goes by. I got there in the beginning of January, didn't get the offers to the end of January. So there was a month by, and you know, after that one month, it's getting kind of tight. <laughs> and, wow, but the Lord was faithful. Yes. The Lord was faithful. Even when I moved back here, I didn't move back to China, I moved to Hollywood. Yes. You know the price in Hollywood? Yes. I mean, it's double the price in Texas. Um, so when I moved back, it was even... They didn't tell me to move back. I told them, I'm moving back. And it was, I knew my season was done there. And I knew, okay, God. And that's my reminder. And now I'm like, Lord, you've been faithful then? You're going to be faithful now? You'll be faithful again and again and again and again. And your faith comes by hearing. So today, you guys have came here and heard, so your faith has risen. Today, you fed. Today, you ate. Today, your trust built. Today, your peace was placed. So, no matter what step of faith it is, assignment, call, you, you fill in the blank. It takes trusting. It takes feeding. It takes holding your place. Because you can't get to from A to B without trusting. You can't get to A to B without feeding on him daily. You can't get from A to B without holding your peace. Because holding your peace is within the noise. It shoots you through the noise. It really does. It shoots you through the noise. It shoots you through it. It's the carpool lane. I mean, well, the carpool lane in L.A. doesn't move, so, <laughs> so that's not a good example. Um, but you get what I mean. Um, but that's what it, feeding and trusting and holding your place is. But it's ultimately all that means get in his word and get to know him more. You get to know his characteristics. I mean, I'm, I'm still learning. I know a lot of us are. A lot of times this is us walking to God. I need 
instead of what are you saying? What do you want to do, Father? What do you have for me? Because I've learned this. You can have a five-plan year. You have goals. I mean, goals are awesome. Um, we have goals and vision boards and stuff like that. But ultimately, that's just there in a way. Ultimately, it's what do you want, Father? What's the next step to do? Even when it doesn't seem like a great business decision, but, Father, I know you're ahead. The, you, you know all things. You know time. You know everything. You know I, it makes sense to make this call. It makes sense to buy this product. It makes sense to pull the plug on this, but you're saying not to. I'm going to trust you because yeah. you know all things. Yeah. Who would make that decision? Mm-hmm. Them that have trust. Them that know who God is. Who God is. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, for today. We just thank you, Father, for being a good, good Father. Your promises are yes and amen. You are faithful. You are a faithful God. Because you are a real God. Thank you, Jesus. Hora da mosoda tata hora da tata hora da mosoda da mosoda tata this is this is what i'm hearing we need to be very watchful with the noise cuz the noise will cancel out faith it will cancel out every scripture that you're standing on every word every message you can have every cd series of every conference but a noise would just cancel all that out let's say you're mr you're mr faith and you're mr stirred up and you're mr or mrs fired up for god you just got out of a faith conference but they come to you and say your doctor report just came back and you have cancer. That report will cancel out everything that was deposited into you unless you keep the volume of faith turned up. I was praying yesterday, Eric, and the Lord reminded me of Jairus. He came to Jesus and he kneeled at Jesus' feet and said, my daughter is at the point of death. Those are the words he had. But the next few words brought faith. Jesus said, don't fear. Those two words brought faith. And Jairus never spoke again. Now we know the story that he was distant from his house. Where he got up when he knelt at Jesus' feet, and when he stood up, there was a distance between that point and where the daughter was lying. 
And the Bible says that Jesus went with Jairus. And as they were on their way, commentators tell us that Jairus did not speak again. So he was meditating on what Jesus said. But count me not. Do you think the voice of his daughter dying, could he still hear that voice? That voice was loud. But he turned up the volume on what Jesus said, fear not. Fear not. He kept that, those, those speakers turned up very loud. Louder than the voice, than the report of the doctor. Or your banker. Or your bills. Or your husband. Or your kids. Or a disease. Or an affliction. Whatever voice, you have to keep faith louder now I'll, I'll, I want to say this Eric we're going to pray as Jairus was on his way a woman interrupted now with her issue and she stopped Jesus does it seem like sometimes like Jesus is stopped on your behalf but even if you don't see Jesus even if you don't feel Jesus you still got to keep the original words that he told you turned up. Stay with the original words. Don't fear. You got to keep those turned up. In the mist. Now, now, my gosh, you, you, you stirred something. I felt it when you said noise. Now, coming into this conference, I mean, there's a budget. There's a big budget here. There was a lot of noise in the last few days. Lord Jesus, a lot of noise. Pastor D, I mean, in the last few days, there was a lot of noise. But I'm telling you, I said, I'm not going to give up because he was faithful on last conference. That's all I can meditate on. He did it before. So here we are again because I sat in my chair I was a setup for him to tell me to do something else. Let me tell you, every time you sit with Jesus, he's going to tell you something that's going to require faith. If you don't want to use your faith, don't sit with him. But all I could do was remind myself of what he did last time. I had to turn up that noise louder than the noise of the enemy. And look, I told my wife this morning, uh, we were the last ones out of, the, out of the house. I said, we're going. We're doing it. A couple of days ago, it didn't seem like we were going to do it. Because we needed a, there were some things that needed to be paid in the last couple of days. And the funds weren't there. I'll, but, but I had a word. I had a word. That's all I had. And that word will always cause me to triumph in Christ Jesus. So if you're in this place, and I want you to be honest. And there's noise right now. Maybe a doctor's report. A bill. A situation. You're sitting here. You're, I mean, you're giving it all you got. But the enemy's like, yeah, your son's about to get locked up. Or, you know, you got this doctor report. Or you, you found out that your, 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 your daughter is, has a boyfriend. He's not saved. I mean, just all this noise. If you're in this place and there's noise in your life, come out of your seat and come and stand right now. We're going to stop this noise right now in Jesus' name. Just come.
Come on. We're going to stop the noise. We're going to stop the noise, Eric. We're going to stop. What a powerful man. We're going to stop the noise. And, and I'm telling you, as a man of God, the biggest enemy in my life is the noise. So I got to make more noise. Listen, which kid gets the attention? The one that makes the most noise. I said make some noise in this place. Spirit of fear, spirit of fear, spirit of fear, you have no place here. Spirit of fear, spirit of fear, I'm talking to you. You have no place here. You have no place here. You have no place here. You leave, you leave these people right now. Say this, fear has no place on me. Speak to fear. Say, fear, you do not have place on me. You have no authority on me. Say, I, say this, I am as he is. So I am free. I have a sound mind. I have joys. Father, right now, these people here, these people here right now, they made a choice, they made they made a stand to say no more to fear, doubt, unbelief, wavering, worrying, anxiety, saying, can't sleep at night, staying up all night because you're wondering, oh, sweating, and just, no. We take a stand right now of authority over the noise. We take our place right standing next to God, knowing who we are in Christ Jesus, knowing what belongs to us. Do you know what belongs to you? A sound mind. Do you know what belongs to you? Peace. Do you know what belongs to you? Everything that's in heaven. As he is, so are you. If he is happy, if he's stress-free, it belongs to you. It's your right. Don't let the devil take your rights we are very feisty here in the in the natural realm if somebody that's my right that's mine you got to be fight the fight of faith faith fights faith isn't weak faith isn't just like oh let it be let it be no faith's like no i know my authority i know where i stand with god i know what belongs to me i thank you father right now we are taking our right standing with you right next to you as your child everything that belongs to you belongs to us so we're taking everything that belongs to us we bind you fear doubt the noise we thank you father right now but it's also a decision this conference is a one day you'll take the audio and the podcast and feed yourself yes this is an inner person, one-on-one choice, responsibility to block out the noise. We're not in your car in the morning to work, but it's God. 
do you welcome him in your daily life? From the little things, Father, should I go this way? Should I go that way? Should I buy that product? Should I buy this gas? I mean, is he welcomed in your life? From the littlest things to the biggest things. We make make a lot of decisions on the big things. God's like, I want to be in the little ones too. So we got to individually say, nope. So I thank you, Father, right now, everybody here, the strength, the endurance to fight the good fight of faith, Father. Knowing who we are in you. In the name of Jesus. Real quick, Eric, we're going to be dismissed. Where's Christian? Have her come. I heard this. I heard I heard some noise right now. I heard the noise saying to someone here that you're going to be single forever, that you're never going to get married. That's a life in the pit of hell. That is noise from the devil. If you desire to get married, God will give you your heart's desires. And the enemy's trying to bring you noise and trying to make you captive like you're going to be single forever. We bind that noise in the name of Jesus. And there's someone here believing God for a house. The Bible says you can have houses. The the noise is you'll always live in a trailer. You'll always be a renter. No. We come against that noise in the name of Jesus. I declare, get ready to receive, I declare and I release over anyone in this place that is believing God for a house to come forth, be unstuck, and to be loose to you right now in Jesus' name. Anyone in this place that desires to get married, you're single, I say to your mate to come forth, be unstuck, and to come into your life now. I heard this in the spirit. Some of you, within three months, you're going to meet your mate. There's enough faith in this place to receive it. Yeah. Houses. In six months, in six months, you're going to be in the process of moving into a new house. Within seven days, some of you have a doctor's report and you're going to go back and the report, that noise is going to be canceled out and the doctor said, what did you do different? And you're going to say, I went to a faith conference. The noise has to stop. Brandon said we're like going to be like rocket ships. I really like that. I'm going to give Brandon credit. One time, Brandon said that I'm going to take it from here. That's what faith does to you. You become a rocket ship. You go from planet to planet to planet to planet to planet. So, Lord, right now, we receive what you did this afternoon. Now.